Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Billy Joe Porter was a grand finalist in the 2022 Toyota Star Maker and she has been steadily releasing singles over the past few months. Recently, she released her self-titled debut album, which is a ray of musical sunshine. And I'd like to talk to her about it. Hello, Billy Joe. Hey, Sophie. Thanks for um, having me here. How good. Pleasure. It's such a lovely album and um, lots of lots of things going on in it. But I'm actually going to start um, way back at the beginning of your musical life because you realised that music was your calling after seeing a flyer on the back of a bathroom stall in Canada. But that is not the full story. Could you please tell us how one thing led to the other? Oh, yeah. Look, like a lot of people, I've been playing music for a really long time and um, it's just kind of followed me around like a little blanket, um, which has been good. And and I ended up going over to Canada on another wild tangent of mine. I was right into snowboarding as well and um, while I was over there, I uh, started doing a lot of yoga. Um, yeah, I got a, a one-month unlimited pass mm. and just kept going. Right. And it was so it was so good. And then I found uh, there was a um, a yoga festival in Whistler called Wonderlust, mm. and um, yeah, I saw that on the back of the Dunny door. And uh, next thing you know, I just didn't know why or. How, but I just had this knowing that I was going to go and I, I w- walked out of the room and um, saw some friends and I'm like oh I saw this cool um, poster for this festival Wonderlust and um, she's like oh you should go and I'm like oh I haven't even got a ticket and it was like it was not far into the future that the festival was being held and she said why don't you just volunteer like festivals need volunteers and you'll get a free pass and so I'd never done that before and yeah I got myself this volunteer pass and one thing led to another we um I did lots of uh different like yoga classes and then they had talks as well which are really inspiring and yeah this one particular talk they were talking about you know what it is that you wanted to do and on the way to the yoga festival I was like oh yeah I want to be a yoga teacher um but always having music like in my back pocket and knowing that was something that I like really loved doing and it made me feel like happy and vibrant and yeah when I kind of sat down and wrote wrote out like what it was the answer to the question that they were asking it was just came up that yeah I should really just pursue the music and um yeah that was a real like I don't know emotional moment I guess and I was like righto Mm -hmm. that's what I'm gonna do did the answer surprise you when it came out of your pen yeah definitely like uh yeah it was something that I've always thought oh yeah how good would that be but you know I guess probably never thought I was good enough I suppose or I guess, like the confidence mm-hmm. and yeah, came out of the pen that minute. I'm like, righto, here we go. <laughs> because I'm a long-term uh, yoga practitioner and uh, teacher. And I know that these things happen when you, when you open yourself up um, 
to life on the mast, for lack of a better term, uh, and yeah, and you follow those instincts. It, it it does tend to happen quite a bit, but it it does suggest that yes, your third eye was pretty open at that point. So it sounds like all the yoga practice you'd done up till then had probably just opened everything up, ready to receive that answer. Yeah, look for sure, and I definitely had a lot of moments like leading up to that festival where like you said, it opened a lot of things up, like a lot of um, neck and shoulder tension that I'd been like feeling, I guess, my whole life in one particular yoga class. I just felt it all release, like just this like like a rush of um, like things just feeling really good and like a real like, like like a wild sensation of it all just releasing and kind of melting down. And I'm like, oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Tangent, <Letting> go. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so you said before that point you'd um you know music was floating around you so obviously you had quite a musical life uh so what when did that start what age did you start playing an instrument or singing or all of it yeah well my primary school was right into music um yeah and it was real favorite thing to do of mine we all had to get up there and practice a Stedford and like the whole class had to get up and then there was music lessons and um, it, we, we were from a small town. So, you know, anything that you could do that kind of got you into doing something exciting, we, we just went for it. Um, we had a teacher or oh, a, a lady that played the piano, Mrs. Carpenter, who, um, yeah, she was just a fabulous, really nice and kind woman who would come and play piano for us and we'd all sing along and then I'd go off and do solo with Stedfords and I don't know I was never really um like that technical but I just really enjoyed it and I remember one time um getting a highly commended for a performance of Chattanooga Choo Choo where I dressed up for as a little like train attendant and I threw a bunch of um coins out into the audience (laughs) Forgetting that it was like coins bounce on hardwood and oh. surfaces. <laughs> it's the gesture that counts. <laughs> I was right into it. Anyway, yeah, I just loved it. And then a um, bit of a break in high school and because um, all my friends that I sung with, they moved on to different schools. And so after that, um, yeah, we just had a bit of a break from it. And then when I moved to Tamworth, I was about uh, 18 I started hanging out with my friend Rachel Kennedy. She played guitar and um, sang country songs, and I just thought that was the best thing ever. And so I, I lined it up that she would um, start playing regular gigs at the pub that we worked at. And then, yeah, she was like, "You should play bass," and I'm like, "Yes, I should play bass." And got a bass and faked it until I was able to play it. And yeah, it was just yeah, one thing led to another, and. Um, yeah, then I got the guitar and started like singing and in- really enjoying that feeling that singing gives you, um, like, you know, letting out lots of em- emotions. And um, then I just started songwriting when I started travelling. And, yeah, I've just been addicted to that since. So after you went to Wanderlust and you realised that there was a path there for you, what was the next step? Because, of course, that could be a little scary when you had that sort of realisation. It's like, oh, well, hang on, everything I thought I knew, I've now got to shift. Yeah, definitely. Well, at that 
period we were um, working towards moving back to Australia because I'd been living in Canada for several years at that point. My partner's Canadian. Um, and, yeah, we were sorting out his visa and that was all kind of coming through. And so one of the reasons I wanted to come back to Australia was to, um, you know, study and, or do something where I, you know, could get a different job, I suppose. And, and I had the choice between um, music, or which I really wanted to do, or um, oh, what was the other thing? Oh, I've forgotten. No, community services. <laughs> and it was a real, a real challenge to figure out like, okay, what do I, what do I really want? Like, do I do music or, and like go, you know, this path on like that I've had no idea like there would be it didn't seem stability in that path or would I go community services where like you know something I could do and then I could like fall back on and also fulfill like passion about like you know people and what makes them tick and that sort of thing and so yeah again I was at a fork in the road once we moved back to Australia and I ended up doing the community services uh, because I was going to have to travel an hour back and forth to do the music um, study. So, yeah, I went the community services route and just kept writing songs. And then next thing you know, friends of mine rang up and said, do you want to be in a band? And I'm like, yes. So just like all these little life crosses just bringing me back to music just kept happening. And, yeah, then I'd. I'd written a goal list years before that I wanted to make a CD and I, yeah, it's just that kind of has finally happened now after all these, like, I don't know, different events. It certainly has. Um, and you have been releasing singles, as I mentioned at the top, um, for, for a while now. You've been out into the world. Um, obviously the album was always the goal, but given the music landscape with streaming and singles are a focus, for a while there did you think, well, it's, it's just going to be singles? Uh, yeah, look, I to be honest, um, I was just winging it and going off, you know, what I was observing in the industry and talking to friends um, that I've made along the way. And, yeah, it did seem, it does seem like it's just a bit of a singles market. And although, like, once I had Shane lined up to record, like, we were, we were going to record an album. So, yeah, it was tricky to... Um, to be patient and not just put it out there. Um, but yeah, I definitely learned from the past to like, you know, you just got to dribble out a song here and there and yeah, just doing it that way helped me kind of, you know, navigate how to do things and how not to do things. And um, yeah, it's a good, good little like learning experience, the whole thing. Yeah. Now you mentioned Shane and that is Shane Nicholson, who is your producer. How did you decide to work with Shane? I mean, I know it's a fairly easy decision, but there are other producers. <laughs> he's, a, he's, an, he's won awards for his producing, but yeah. How did you, what, what led you to Shane? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Good question. Well, um, I'm a massive fan of Shane's like as a songwriter and an artist. And so um Oh, the Cannonball song was like a big one that I loved and learned to play, Whistling Cannonballs. And, um, yeah, when I got the opportunity to meet him and go to the Dag Sheep Station Songwriters Retreat, which was um, a really 
big and exciting thing to do. My partner Kyle had said, make sure you talk to someone about recording. And I was like, oh, so nervous, to be honest. But um, yeah, through through that period at the songwriters retreat, um, hung out with Shane and um, he was super nice and um, yeah, just talked to him about, you know, would he be interested in um, recording for me? And he said, yeah, definitely. So mm -hmm. that was a real like, you know, a real like, wow, well, moment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just one thing led to another, just kept writing a lot of songs and um, I'd, I'd known of his like work on production from um, keeping an ear out of what was coming through and what he was doing and I just knew that, um, you know, he's so good, he would just do a great, great job on whatever I did and, yeah, um, I was really, I'm really glad that I um, went with Shane and that he was keen to record with me. Hmm. So it sounds like you had quite a few songs. Was the selection of songs to record a joint one between the two of you? Yeah, I I've well, I've been writing songs for a really long time, so there was um heaps to choose from. Um but I've been doing a Facebook live stream for um a number of years now since the beginning of the uh the big C and um and then, uh, yeah, so lots of the songs that people really um, loved and, you know, kept requesting that are in my mind, plus, um, yeah, whole swack from previous to that. So, yeah, when it came to what songs we were going to do, I just gave Shane, like, rough, rough-as demos from my iPhone. Just He just listened through them and he had in his mind what he wanted, what he was interested in and I had in my mind what I was interested in when we sat down and kind of talked about it. Um, a lot of the ones that um, I'd suggested from what people had wanted to, well, been requesting were ones that he had in his mind as well. And there were so many there that, you know, we got we got more to get through later on. But, yeah, this, this was a good... Uh, Selection. It was only meant to be 10, but it's 12 now. Well, bonus for the listener as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> now, you mentioned you grew up in a small town and that town is Corindai, um, which is not far from Tamworth. And uh, you have a song on the album called Let It All Roll Out, which is an ode to the Tamworth Country Music Festival. So I'm guessing you attended a bit when you were younger? Yeah, definitely. I mean, grew up in a small town, as I was saying before, you're just keen as to just get out there and do anything and Tamworth was just like 45 minutes up the road and we were always um, thrilled to go to the festival. Um, we'd go up with our family and walk the streets and listen to the buskers and then, you know, go to concerts and the rodeo and it was just happening. And so, um, yeah, when, when I moved to Tamworth and met Rach um, and we started playing music, we just kind of made this really great musical connection and, for years we'd been playing um, together as a duo in Australia and Canada and, you know, wherever. Um, and then one year we were playing shows and, and also busking on the street. Just we'd come, I'd come back from Australia and she'd come from the Katoomba where she's living and then, yeah, we are just having a great time. And, like, I don't know, we just kept running into random people and they'd tell us little snippets of their time in Tamworth and, yeah, one hot, sweaty 
morning we were having a cup of coffee trying to like rev ourselves back up to go out there you know day seven you're feeling a bit tired and you you need that that pick me up and yeah I just said Rach why don't we write a song and we were just out at her mum and dad's farm and her dad's doing his um tinkering fixing cars in the shed and his her mum's making us cups of tea and and then we just kind of rolled those experiences and what we we're feeling at the time and you know the don't worry it'll all work out kind of um mm-hmm feeling that we had and we just put it all in in a song and yeah always and I always never didn't put it on the record to be honest but Shane was like you know I really like this one so I was like righto and um yeah it's it's a wonderful song and the way the production is and and Rach came in and sang on the track as well so it's a real full circle kind of song yeah uh, you clearly enjoy collaborating because you do have some other, coll- well, uh, you have some co-writing collaborations on the album, but you also, have, they include some vocal collaborations. One is, um, like Bob said, with Kelly Bruhaha, who's a fantastic artist, um, great singer. Uh, how did you come to work with her? Oh, uh, that's that Magic Sheep Station, uh-huh. okay. Dag Sheep Station Songwriters Retreat. Yeah, I rolled in not knowing, like, what I was doing there or whatever and I just met so many awesome key people and Kel's one of them and yeah we we um we wrote this song there and and I was like oh wouldn't it be good because she sounds so good when she sings I'm like wouldn't it be good to have her on the record and I asked her and she was like yep and I'm like yes (laughs) and then Kevin Bennett was another one did he also come from that dag sheep station time Oh, yeah, because I went the first time I was that revved up, just meeting so many great people. And I just, you know, I just really found like I felt, I felt like I found my tribe. And so I went back. I, I went to the July one and I went to the November one because all of a sudden after the July one, I had to make with Shane Nicholson. So I'm like, oh, I should write more songs. I need to go again. And the second one was where um, I got to write with KB. And, um, yeah, that was a really... That was a real full circle moment as well um, because, you know, I've been such a fan of his ever since we're working at that pub I talked about. It's one of the ones that he plays at every year in Tamworth. So, um, yeah, it was really awesome to write that one with him and then when he agreed to sing on it with me, I was just like, yes. And you're wearing a KB T-shirt as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> um, I think the album charts the ups and downs of life, but overall it contains a very positive picture. Um, I'm wondering if you're someone who's made a conscious choice to focus on positivity. Oh, definitely, yeah. Well, because when I was thinking about, okay, I can choose whatever I want to put on this album, like what am I going to go for? And I don't know, we've all, I guess I write from, um you know, perspective of how I'm feeling or thinking at the time. And we go, as humans, we go through so many different, like, situations and we have to learn from certain experiences. And I thought to myself, like, you know, if I just had one go at this, one kick at the can, and I had to sing these songs, like, for the rest of my life, do I want to sing those, you know, heartbreak ones? Do I want to sing those, like, P.O.? anymore ones or I don't really have too many of those but you know what I mean I just I just really decided that I wanted to um yeah focus on the things that lift lift us up really like not 
not ignoring that bad things happen, but just focusing on, you know, there's, there's ways around it and there are silver linings when you're ready to find them and look for them. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to make something that made me feel good to sing it and also made me feel good to, like, leave this as, I guess, my last kick of the can if it was, you know. Yeah. I think there's a misconception about yoga that that everyone's very nice and you know like wafty and that sort of thing. But I remember years ago being told that actually yoga brings you back to yourself. Um, that you know long term practice that's the effect of it. So it seems to me very much that that that's what it has done for you. Not just the practical aspect of bringing you back to music, but also the sort of music that you're creating. Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess with the whole yoga practice and then, you know, incorporating meditation into that and really noticing um, like thoughts and the effect that they have on your like overall mindset and your body and also um, like the way self-talk as well was a really big thing that I had to like learn and work through. So, yeah, I definitely would have made a completely different record if I hadn't have done all that yoga I'll tell you what <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have done it to be honest I would have gotten in my own way yeah getting out of one's own way is, is a is a very good practice in and of itself um, now you talked about how you came to love songwriting and uh, we've talked about some songs for your album but you have written songs for other people's productions and, and releases uh, one of them is bounce back with lauren ryan who is the current toyota star maker and i love that song so much it was great to find out that you co-written it how did that collaboration come around come about or was that also a dag sheep station connection <laughs> i've written no only songs like that. no um i love lauren love lauren ryan um she's such a amazing person and a, a fab artist and oh god she could sing the phone book, honestly. Um, but, yeah, we met at, it was the announcement for the Star Maker Grand Finalists um, in Tamworth. I went back there for the announcement for the 2022 um, Grand Finalists. They announced it in Tamworth and then there was a lunch afterwards at um, the Long Yard and I went, I went along to that and, yeah, when I first met Lauren, she's just, you know, I don't know, she's just really easy to talk to and fun to hang out with. And, yeah, we've had a had great chats and made a great connection and I thought, oh, I just love writing songs with people. I just reached out to her and said, you want to write a song? And then um, she was like, yes. So, yeah, we cleared our schedules and um, she came in with um, Bounce Back Chorus and we were like yes and then we yeah such a good song That's and yeah great. we just like riffed on that and um yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure she didn't really need me in the room because she's such a great songwriter um but it was yeah it was good to have that experience with her and um dig deep on you know resilience and um you know breaking through to against all odds and you know doing in your own way on your own terms is kind of the anthem for that song and we we um got to play it together at boots and beach festival in port macquarie and it was before lauren had released it and so many people coming up to us and asking like oh where can we hear that song again like oh you know and lauren recorded it and put it out and i was just so proud like it's such a 
such an anthem and to see her up on star maker stage like when she got through again for 2023 and just coming out with bounce back like me kyle and i were up the front with her family and we just like lost our minds it was just so good (laughs) so good to to see her do that and just make that song you know happen and yeah to get the results she did it was amazing and another song you must be proud of is Head Full of Honey, which is Andrew Swift's release, and, uh, and A Million Streamer. So you are a million streaming song. <laughs> it must be very satisfying when something like that happens. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. Like one of, you know, I just love songwriting and so to be able to do that um, in itself is great. But then um, my mate Clint Wilson, who's also friends with Swifty, suggested that, to Andrew that I write with him and you know he's he could write with anyone in the whole world probably and they yeah he could get anyone in the room and then he just like was like you want to write a song and I'm like yes I do and yeah head full of honey came along and um yeah I'm really proud of that song took us a couple of sessions um but yeah definitely taking our time with that one and um it was just, it was really fun. And, yeah, to see Swifty, like, release it. And he brought me along the whole time, like, you know, sharing little snippets and the artwork, and I just really felt involved on that. So, um, yeah, and Million Streams, like, how good's that? <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> but also, yeah, the theme in common here, whether they're the songs on your album or the songs you've written with these other artists that they've released, you clearly great at really catchy tunes. Like it's you've got this lovely melodic sensibility. So I'm wondering if that's you feel that's instinctual or if it's the music that you grew up listening to that kind of tuned your ear to be able to create tunes like that. Oh, look. I don't know. I'm, we're all basically sponges, and depends what we take in as to as to what comes out. And um, yeah, I mean, I was a massive Shania Twain fan. Like, seriously, spent a lot of time <laughs> singing into my hairbrush to Shania songs. Um, and yeah, I love all all types of country. Uh, I love pop. I love folk. I just love. I love it all. So definitely influenced by you know all the songs that I've listened to and I probably I don't know I don't don't know why the songs come out the way they do they just like I don't know little ideas that you catch on with and you just go for it but yeah I can't really explain it but I love the process of it and it seems like you have learned to trust yourself as a songwriter to follow those ideas when they come up and, and shape them yeah, yeah, I'm probably um, more confident at that than at that on my own. Like I'm kind of um, a little bit reserved when I'm in a group of people that I don't know as well. And, um, yeah, I probably, that's probably something that I'll work on a bit more. I just went up to the song muster, which was amazing in Gympie, and we were writing songs with sometimes like, four to five people in the room and so it was like it was like a whole different like bouncing thing which was really cool um and I I thoroughly enjoyed that so yeah I don't know it's it's all good it doesn't matter what you do as long as you're creating and you're around like-minded people that are loving it it's just it's all good times 
So now you have some shows coming up in September and I imagine you're also looking ahead to the next Tamworth Country Music Festival for what you're up to. Have you made your plans already for that? Yes, I'm pumped. Um, I've got, yeah, lots of exciting things in the pipeline that haven't been announced yet, but the Tamworth show has been announced. So I'm doing a show with Colin Lilly at Moonshiners, which is on a Tuesday at 3pm. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's good. It's good fun. It's I love going back to Tamworth, and um, yeah, it's it's always just so good to catch up with everyone, and I always make sure that um, I can get there as well. So it's just it's all good since since I've been started releasing music. It's just all like happening. So you were right, although you know to take it back to where we started. When when the answer flowed out of your pen, you knew you knew what you had to do. Well, yeah, and a lot of people have helped me along the way, which is, um, yeah, I'm really thankful and grateful that, you know, people, especially in the country music industry, are so, like, you know, willing to share their time and if you've got a question, happy to answer it and, like, want want to genuinely help each other along the way. And mm-hmm. I I love giving giving back as well when other people ask me. So, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good feeling to be in in this um, like country music sector for sure. Well, it's lovely to have you in it with your wonderful self titled album. Congratulations, <laughs> Billy Joe Porter. It was great to talk to you. Uh, great to talk to you too, Sophie. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.